You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. When we're geeks like we are, folks, on episode 190 of Geekiest Show Ever, that's what we're going to talk about. Mark's buying a chisel and stone. I'm going to start writing on papyrus or papyrus, however the hell you say it. And I believe Mike is going to start using an abacus again. Uh, slide rule. Slide rule. Slide rule for the win. Slide rule for the win. So anyway, folks, welcome to Geekiest Show Ever, episode 190. We've been in the pre-show, we've been sitting here, uh, to use Mark's terms, whinging and bitching about things in general. But that's what we do when we hit the record button anyway. I know, but it's sometimes even before show stuff, the not safe for not safe for air. And with us, that's really getting bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Don't want to offend anyone, even though we oh. will undoubtedly offend someone today. Okay, so we'll start out with a collective on the count of three, guys. One, two, three. We're, We're so sorry. sorry. So there you go, folks. We've apologized up front. And we, you know, we missed something last week, guys. Something critical to the whole function of our show. Oh, never. We, we were, we're professionals. We forgot to discuss the fucking weather. <laughs> <laughs> we do that now? Well, it, it seems like somebody says, I, you know, I didn't get a weather report on Geeky Show ever. Oh, my God. That was a comment? <laughs> Wow. Well, ladies and gentlemen, wow. it's uh, sunny here in Sydney today, and uh, it's great that it's sunny because for the last week it's been wet. Well, and Kevin would like the weather, I think it was last week, no, maybe it was two weeks ago, I looked outside and there was this white stuff coming down from the sky, and I'm pretty sure oh, it wasn't the Jolly Green Giant having dandruff either. Uh, <laughs> yeah, probably not. No, no. Uh, was it, there was a fair Mike, amount was of it. it how? No, do not start this. No. What? Was it how? Hail. Hail? No. I thought you said hull, and I'm going, no. <laughs> no, no it, it's it's just the way I pronounce it. <laughs> okay. Well, I was, you know, I was trying to pretend, because uh, this is a farm community, and so they pile, have piles of corn around town because of, uh, not in the bin storage. I was just really kind of hoping it was the, uh, the, uh, the fluff, basically, from the corn pile, but no, that wasn't it. So, uh, well, what, uh, That made me think of something. Well, the quick weather report is it's 41 degrees here. It is, uh, according to my weather app, it is 52 degrees for Michael. And for Mr. Greentree, it is 72 degrees. That's still a little cool. So for, for, for the Celsius conversion, for those out there, 5 degrees for me, 11 for Mike, and 22 for Mark. Yeah, and 22 is still about 5 degrees too cold for me. And that's about 20 degrees too warm for me. There you go. So that's just the way it goes. It's We've had an up and down week here with the weather. It was real warm at the beginning of the week, and then finally it's turned seasonable, and the, the leaves are coming off the trees. and the Our, Ours have been off for oh, a couple weeks now. I think they're finally getting to the point. One of the problems with the school there is the leaves will dry up, 
and then they'll start to blow around, then they'll get up there by the door, and they'll start to swirl, and people will come in, and so I have to go out there and clean leaves up out of the uh, entryway and sometimes even out of the uh, the school itself because the stupid leaves uh, blow around. So I, I'm kind of waiting. I think they've finally gotten crushed and wet and kind of trampled enough that I haven't seen so many. But it's between that and flies, fall gets to be rather annoying. You know, it was funny. My neighbors, we had a bit of rain overnight, Friday night into yesterday morning, Saturday. And my neighbors were outside with a leaf blower. I'm going, really? In the wet leaves? It doesn't work to blow the wet leaves. Mm-hmm. You're just blow drying them is really all you're doing. <laughs> so I, I don't know. So that, that takes care of the weather report, folks. I'm in heaven. Mark's, Mark's in hell. And Mike's somewhere's in purgatory. I, I'm somewhere uh, in between. Oh, oh, yes. We're in between telling Mark we're number, he's number one. <laughs> there you awesome. go. I'm number one again. Mark is number one in your hearts. And I, I think we all need to say a little prayer for Mark because he's had a rough week with tech folks. Hence the reason the show was a couple days behind where it had been coming out. Mm. Why don't you enlighten us, Mr. Greentree? Yes, well, apologies for that. We were trying to get back on schedule, but my recording failed last week. I have no idea why, but about with four minutes to spare at the end of the show, it literally stopped recording. The, the file was fine and we could actually use it but it didn't have the last four minutes. So really, really strange bug there. Uh, So I had to wait for Kevin to to send his copy to me, and that takes a little bit longer. So uh, hopefully today it'll work fine and we'll get it out much quicker. Uh, But then I got home because we had a little bit of a holiday break this week. We took a few days off and and, uh, went to the woods and and had a bit of a a break, um, which was nice and enjoyable and and well worth it. Uh, But then I got home and... I had problem after problem after problem, literally three problems in the space of a couple of hours. So I had Nicholas come to me and ask me to update his iPad. Okay, cool. He wanted a new game, of course. That's the only time he brings his iPad to me. New game, Dad, please. (laughs) I was like, all right. And anyway, I started to get into it, and then it was just flawed and really slow. We're talking about an iPad 2 here, so it's long in the tooth. It's four years old, and... It's just one of those things where it's like, okay, I really need to replace this because every time I work on it, it's taken me hours just to do updates and it had too much stuff on it. And anyway, I tried to delete one of the videos that was in a a video app. Uh, So Kevin and Mike, you guys know uh, Ultraviolet, of course, with the DVDs and the Blu-rays. We're out here... You go with the retailer. So out here, it's like JB Hi-Fi. And there's a JB Hi-Fi app, and it links into the Ultraviolet account, and then you can stream it on the iPads and that. It's great because the kids can then watch all the films on the iPad if they don't want to pull out the portable DVD player or watch it on the big screen. Uh, But the problem is, when you actually downloaded it... Now, it downloaded, but it didn't complete because we had to get going, so we, we didn't finish it downloading. But then I wanted to delete it to take the gig of space away. Went to delete it, and then it went into this JB Hi-Fi protection mode. And this was really weird, because when I went even into the settings, the app said, JB Hi-Fi protection mode. And I'm like, no, I don't want this. And I deleted the app. So I deleted it completely, and nothing. It wouldn't give me back my space. I rebooted the iPad like three times, still wouldn't give me back the space. And every time it rebooted, it was taking close to 10 minutes, and it would do like a double reboot to where it would boot up again, but then if you didn't unlock the screen, it would reboot. 
Uh, so it was really, really weird. In the end, I decided, right, I've just got to kill this thing, so I completely nuked it. Then I went to go to iCloud Backup and Restore from a safe backup. Yeah, that didn't work at all. What, what What's that little motion for, Kevin? Bad on you. Why? Because iCloud Backup never works. It ha- actually has for me with everything else that I've ever done, uh, except for this one. It just did not want to back up, uh, did not want to restore the uh, the iPad uh, backup. Why? I've got no idea, but it's always worked for my iPhone and, and Gretel's iPhone and so forth, so we've never had a tr- uh, an, an issue there. Uh, so anyway, I had to completely nuke it and just start again. And uh, so Nicholas has like, what's a new iPad because he's got to start all his games again. At the very beginning, get all his characters back in all his Lego games and everything. So anyway, he doesn't mind. He's he's a kid, and look, what else does he have to do in his life but have fun? So that that'll work for him. But it's just annoying when everything falls over and doesn't work. Then I have a Buffalo uh, NAS drive that I've had since two thousand and eight, I think it is, and. It finally decided to no longer register itself on the network. Yeah. Thank God I've got everything else backed up everywhere, but it's like, ah, oh, that drive was actually a useful little drive, and now it's like, ah, uh, I either have to pull the drive out of there, put it in a new enclosure, and... Because and, the hard drive works. It's just the um, the motherboard and the, the NAS drive that's gone wonky because it doesn't want to recognize the network, but she spins up and there's no clicking noise, so I'm sure the hard drive is fine. It's just the network protocol board that's basically gone bad on it. Um, And it's one of these older-style models where it doesn't have USB or it doesn't have Thunderbolts or it doesn't have Firewire or anything. It's just... All it is is purely um, Ethernet connection. So... You know, I've hooked it into my iMac. I can't get it working on Windows. I can't get it working on the Mac side. She is dead and just not seeing a thing. So that's something that now needs to be replaced and repaired. And God knows what I'm going to do with that. But that's a shame. A hard drive, when it dies, you want to have a little funeral for it almost. Because (laughs) they, they do so much for us. And they ask for so little in return. And... Yes, unfortunately, it's just one of these spinning drive issues, and they eventually die anyway. I mean, that's an old old drive, 2008, really, after three years, yeah. I should have probably replaced it. But, this, at this, you know, at the time, it was quite expensive. So it's like, well, you know, I don't want to necessarily replace it unless it, it's, uh, it's dead, which, well, now I've got no choice. And then... Oh, I'm I'm almost done, and then I'll let you guys talk again. <laughs> <laughs> but then my Canon printer decided to just give up and just not work uh, for me anymore. So I've got this duplex printing thing that goes in duplex. Uh, anyway, it's got all these bells and whistles, but it's one of those cheap models that, um, you know, you pick up for 70 or $80. They try to do everything. Uh but what happened was it's now got a paper jam, so it just every time it takes the paper in, it just screws it up. It just sends it sideways, 
And now I've got to look at getting a new printer as well. And it's like, ah, oh, I don't need this trouble. And too much, too much. So anyway, that was my Sunday, arguing with technology for about seven or eight hours. What kind of, how old was the printer? I mean, if you said I missed I, it. 18 months. 18, oh, that's not very long no, at all. Not, no. not very long at all. And even though I do a lot of printing, uh, I don't do a lot of printing as far as I'm concerned. Um, you know, I, I'd probably say that in the 18 months I would have done maybe 1,500 pages through through the printer. So it's not that much. How much? No, uh-huh. no. And it's out of warranty. And unfortunately, they build these printers basically so cheap that you discard them. Like, Gretel's going to pick me up a new one today, and it's 29 Australian dollars. And it's yeah. like, you know, the, the ink costs more than the, the damn printer does. But this one's only a stopgap because I've got my eye on, a, uh, on an Epson Workforce. Um, the, ones with, the one with the tank? No, the, no. The, the new Epson? The new Epsons with the tank that you don't buy ink cartridges for? No, I, I didn't see those ones. Oh yeah, they, you haven't. They're brand new ones that just came out. Now they're not cheap. They're more expensive printers. They started a, a probably I think here in the U.S. Uh, suggested retail starts at uh, two ninety nine. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. But you don't buy ink cartridges. You buy bottles of ink, and the bottles of ink are really cheap, and you get like. I think they said it comes with enough ink for 6,000 pages. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's no more of these expensive ink cartridges. You're buying just the ink, and they and they sell the ink rather cheaply, but you're paying more for the printer up front, yeah, that which actually, is okay. Yeah, that sounds like the printers that I used to use when I was uh, a working photographer years ago, um, and they were the, the big plotters. They, they were plot printers where you could print uh, big posters out, and you just get the bottles of... of uh, of ink and tip it in. Um, so that might be something to consider. I'll certainly have to look into that. The one that I, uh, I'll, I'll just put it quickly in the, the little Skype chat window. The one I am looking at is the Epson Workforce WF100. It's a little portable mobile printer. And um, I've had portable mobile printers in the past and love them. So I'm just, I'm getting this cheapy one to go against the iMac uh, as a stopgap. And then I'll probably end up picking up that mobile printer um, that can get thrown into the laptop bag and and go with me everywhere because the problem is I hate editing my own writing on a screen. I detest it. I I do it when I have to, but I I hate it. I honestly don't know how bloggers can go there and hit the publish button. Maybe that's why so many blogs are full of shit. Uh, <laughs> you know because they just. They read it over, and there's some. There's just a different. I like printing it out, putting it aside, then getting a red pen and going through and marking it up by hand. I know that that sounds stupid and ridiculous to most people listening, uh, but it's it's my process. It's my way, and that way I I basically guarantee that I I have a a, a pretty much correct um, terminology and, and correct spelling rates and, and so forth of about 99%. And, you know, spell check's good and all that, but it doesn't pick up small little errors. They're there and there, for instance. It won't pick up something like that. You know, if it's a similar word, it's going to... And and you just, you tend to read differently on a screen. I don't know if you guys have that same issue where you read differently on a well, screen, but... 
Well, what I like to do uh, back in when I was messing around with Linux and I was getting out stuff to, uh, you know, back before it became simpler than it is now. I'm say, not saying it's the best yet, but way back when you had to go in there and tweak things, I had my Linux Bible there, and I would just keep that handy, and I would bookmark the pages. And even though you know. Um, it wasn't quite a thing back then, but even later on when you could get PDFs of all this stuff, I would rather have the physical book there with the bookmarks in it that I could flip yeah. back and forth and hold in my lap and be able to just look at it and do things like that. And, you know, I... And I'm the one that keeps saying that uh, you know, with my job, I really hope ebooks catches on because I'm getting tired of schlepping physical books all over the school and then watching these kids uh, lift backpacks that weigh as much as they do, and these little fifth graders are bent over like, eh. um, you know. And so I'm a proponent for the the, the e stuff, but there's still something uh, cathartic about having a physical book in your hand and just being uh, for for that kind of stuff. Now, reading, I'd rather do an ebook but you know hmm, yeah. for something like that where you're referencing something and you want to put your finger on there or go back and forth i don't i'm uh particular i don't mark up books but there are people that'll make notes in the margin and do all this kind of stuff i like to keep my books pristine it just yeah, I, it, I, I to me it's, the, it's kind of the equivalent of burning books writing in a book burning the book to me it's almost the same thing uh it's a sacrilege um but um no, I, there's something just about having the physical book uh, handy. So I get what you're saying that it's just easier to be able to sit there and with the red pen and just and I don't know if you do it with much flourish if you sit there and go like this and you know and you just kind of you know release your your inner thoughts or whatever as you're you know uh, editing yourself. Yeah, I, I pretty much use traditional uh, pen-based editing terms uh, when I, I go in and, and do it that way. And then if anything needs a complete rewrite, I just literally scrub out the, the paragraph or the sentence and know, okay, hey, got to rewrite that when I get back to the computer. And it, it's amazing. I find so many errors in my own work when I've printed it, out, printed it out. And I can turn around and say, you know what? It's good. It's good to go. I print it out, wait a day. And then read it back and go, ooh, geez, wow, no, that's not good to go. That, you know, there's a big error there. And I think that's important for anyone um, who is even entertaining blogging and so forth is even if you do do it on the screen and you've managed to do that successfully and you don't mind it, put it aside and take a day or two and then reread it because you will come across mistakes. And look, I'm not just for bloggers out there. Every single book I've ever read has had errors in it. It doesn't matter who the author is. It doesn't matter who the, the uh, editor is. It doesn't matter who the publisher is. I can guarantee there is not a book known to man that is free of an error. And if you can show me one and prove me wrong, I'll, I'll be happy to say that I'm wrong. But <laughs> there is not one that I have ever come across in my life. And I, I, I read a book a week and I just come across it. And I'm reading a Stephen King, Jeffrey Archer two books at the moment and I come across these little errors and I'm like, Whoa, they let that get through. Wow. Yeah, no, it's, uh, when you talk about physical books, it amazes me because even with, I, I've mentioned before, uh, my kids going to school, they're dealing with Chromebooks and stuff. Now there, there's almost no textbooks for any of any, any of the subjects they have, which to me is just a foreign concept. Um, because the online textbooks, they have so much trouble accessing them. Mm -hmm. So that's one. And then you have the teachers that are spending hours copying, uh, photocopying worksheets after worksheet after mm -hmm. worksheet and handing them out. I'm going, that's ridiculous. 
we, uh, you know, the, the physical book thing is funny because back the local library system had a book sale, uh, oh, maybe three weeks ago, I guess. They have it twice a year. And my wife, when she was down there, actually picked up a, uh, a um, no, Mark's ding-a-ling-ing. Mark's uh, got his ding a right there. Yeah, it's just Gretel. She's calling me about something. <laughs> well, God bless her. She's a saint that walks among us. Uh, my wife. That when she calls in the, the middle of the show. Yes, she still is. <laughs> my wife. My wife picked up one of those great big collegiate dictionaries and collegiate thesauruses. I mean, these, the dictionary was probably is probably. I'm looking at it over here on the bookshelf. It's probably about three and a half inches thick, and the thesaurus is probably an inch and a half or almost two inches thick. She got them for either a dollar or two dollars a piece, and they're hardcover, almost pristine books. So I mean, you know, there's that the physical, the owning of some physical things is not a bad thing. And you know what? When the internet goes down, those still work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And that, that's why I like my my CDs and my records because it does just work. And if the apocalypse ever happened, you've still got them. Well, I, I remember one day at school, the internet went down, <clears throat> and the people were wandering around like zombies. They didn't know what to do with each other, and I wanted to yell at them, read a book, people. Well, it was funny. The other day I was working, and I lost my internet connection here at the house, and, uh, had, I, and I was checking with another friend of mine that lives locally. I said, do you have internet? And he said, yeah, mine's fine. And I said, okay. He said, do you need to come over here? You got I said, no, really, I'm good. I'll figure out something else to do. And, you know, about 35, 40 minutes later, bloop, it came back online. Yep. I I had plenty of work to do. I I wasn't, I mean, I had my phone to get email, so I was okay there. So I was like, no, oh, it's okay. And then his wife called, bless her heart. I mean, they're, they're very good friends of mine. And she called, she said, do you need to come over and use some internet? And I said, mm-hmm. no, I'm okay. I mean, it was very <laughs> sweet and kind of them both to offer I had that and. I'm pretty sure he's listening, so thank you, Robert. I appreciate the offer. It was very kind of you and your lovely wife. But it's like, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'll I'll live. You know, I'll add. A, I, I worked a little. I, I started. I started a little early that morning anyway. So you know, it all kind of washed out in the end. So. Well, the the funny thing is, when we were away on holidays this last week, we didn't take the iPads for the kids. I, I mean, I had internet um, for. Uh, work and union and so forth so I had that connected up via my iPhone which was great um, but the, the kids didn't have anything and they took board games we took uh, Monopoly we took Jenga uh, took Trouble uh, and, and Checkers and Chess and we just had hours of fun you know when we weren't out doing something when it decided to, to storm on us uh, we were inside playing board games and the kids surprisingly didn't get bored yeah no i mean well the last time uh we didn't take a trip this year down to the tennessee mountains like we normally do um but the last time we were down there it was great we stayed unplugged i mean other than me trying to give you that tour of the cabin mm-hmm. and you could see how bad the internet connection was oh yeah it, it, yeah, it was mean, like really not that usable yeah we were way, we were way out in the middle of nowhere but um yeah, we played uh, we played card games. I'm trying to remember what all we we took several things. I mean, one of my favorite games to play is Scrabble. So, and I love the fact that I'm college educated and I can't spell cat sometimes. But you know, that's beside. <laughs> <the point. laughs> so, 
Yeah, but college yeah. educator doesn't mean that you can spell. Look, I'm I'm technically an in inverted commas, a, a professional writer and publisher, and yet uh, I make so many spelling mistakes that it just makes me embarrassed. You do. I, I mean, I'm not going to become a wordsmith and, and know every single word in the English language and how to spell it. That's what spell check's for. And that's what my editing process is for, to read short and go, ooh, no, I, I will offend too many people if I if I publish that. Yeah, no, it's, um, yeah, that I, I, the printout and hand correct, like you were talking about, I do that sometimes. I don't do it all the time. I will occasionally, uh, though type up an email and then just leave it in the drafts folder. I won't put even to um, who I intend to send it to mm-hmm. and I'll just leave it sit in the draft folder and come back to it. Sometimes as much as two or three days later and go, Ooh, God, what an asshole I am in the way I worded that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Email is bad. I mean, if you think Twitter and Facebook is bad, check out some of the emails that you've sent. And you go back into the conversation and go, ooh, boy, no wonder that person got a little bit pissed off at me. Yeah, well, in some cases I don't care about that, but in other cases yeah. I do. <laughs> it, it depends. Talk- and sometimes it's therapeutic, too, to just get it off your chest. And, and sometimes it's good you- to just write it and just don't send it. Yeah, yeah. Always pause on the sun. I have to tell you though that I, I I have to admit I have to tell on myself. I've had a digital crossover into real life that screwed me up. Uh I'm getting older. We've established that on multiple occasions. I wear glasses, I wear progressive lenses so I can read easier. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there reading uh a magazine the other day, a physical magazine. We get we get from Was it uh, was it Playboy? This, no, no, it was the smoking. They have Creek, good articles, Mountain. you know. I never read well, now, that. Now they do. That's all they got. <laughs> <laughs> but we digress. Yes, we 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 some we did something to her dress. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Mike and I did it. Kevin, you're on your own with that one. No, that's just a joke. But anyway, I was sitting there reading the article in the in the it's, uh, what's it called, Smoky Mountain Journal or something like that. It's about the Great Smoky Mountain. And I was sitting there, going, I can't see that, and I reached down. Literally, I am not kidding. Put my fingers on the page. And pinched to Zoom. <laughs> are you, I did are you sure it wasn't Playboy magazine? Because I pinched to Zoom those pages as well. <laughs> and I, I did it twice before I went, oh, dumbass, this is a magazine. Oh, my that. God. That, that's just insane. That's worse than people going to their Mac and touching the Mac screen. Oh, boy. I I, I freely tell that story on myself. I was like, oh, you dumbass. Well, <laughs> I'm sitting here, what? Oh. Because <laughs> I read a lot of magazines on my iPad. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I, I read a lot of stuff on there, and I'm used to when I can't see something because they use some wacky-ass color or something like that with the font in the background, or the font's like two points. Um, I zoom it up so I can, so my old eyes can see it. And I'm sitting there going, what the frick is wrong? <laughs> so, yeah, you know, I'm telling on myself. So, you know... It does, you know, when you talk about that crossover from digital and how you can survive without the digital, some ways I can't. So I'm going to have to keep my magnifying glass hanging around my neck, I think. <laughs> they become your friend as you age. Yeah, well, and you were talking about progressive lenses. I was working on a computer out in the other room there, and I was sitting there, and the only way I could read it was to tilt my head back like this, and after a while my neck started to get 
stiff on me because I just got tired of tilting it back far enough so I could see what I was reading. Yeah, that happens to me. I'll be sitting there going, it hits that transition point. And I'm going, what the fuck is going on? My head's doing this crap. Oh, I, 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 I just thought that you guys wanted me to check for boogers and nose hair. Well, here, I'll lean forward so you can... <laughs> Oh boy, that was an image I didn't need. Yeah, well, you get a lot of those anyway. Oh yeah, so, don't I? <laughs> well, so now we, we, Mark has had a rant, and, and I'm sorry about all your technology failures. That that does suck. Yeah, it'll so. be okay though. As with everything, you can either fix it or replace it. It's just frustrating at the time, and um, and, and especially when so many things happen at once, it's it's really annoying. But anyway. Yep. There we go. Anyway, yeah, I'm not gonna you'll see what that, that's about in a minute. Um <laughs> Okay. Kevin was almost kissing his iPhone and uh, Mike's now looking down at his moobs. <laughs> no, I'm hi- I'm hiding. I don't know if I want to see what comes up on the Oh screen. oh I'm not that yes, fascinated yes. with my moobs. Oh good, good. Yeah, I am too. <laughs> anyway, the um what I was gonna talk about uh Next, just to, to key Mark up just a little bit more, Mark apparently <laughs> has kind of been a little, by being off-grid, hasn't heard all the news about Microsoft OneDrive and their reducing of space and they're cutting back on the and, and Mark was, oh, it's okay, I pay for it. Guess what, Mark? It's not. <laughs> You're going to get... <laughs> Worked over. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is not a well, conversation yeah. I want to have. Microsoft wouldn't do this to me, not my beloved Microsoft. Okay, here, here, here. Okay, got mm. that. Right. Good thing this is. Good thing you aren't seeing the video, people. I'm just giving Mark a physical <laughs> uh, demonstration of what uh, Microsoft has done. No, it's not just the pay. Uh, no, okay, I I looked it up here, and let's see. Hopefully, I got got it all here but uh they're no longer planning to offer unlimited storage to the office 365 home personal or university subscribers starting now those subscriptions will include one terabyte of OneDrive storage 100 gigabyte and 200 gigabyte paid plans are going away as an option for new users and will be replaced by a 50 gigabyte plan for 199 per month uh, free OneDrive storage will decrease from 15 gigabytes to 5 gigabytes for all users, current and new. Um, 15 gigabyte camera roll storage bonus will be discontinued, and these will start in early 2016. Yeah. So, 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 Mark, you are literally, as we say, you are up a creek full of fecal matter without any motor so, propulsion. So, so, when does this start? Uh, early 2016, I believe, oh, somewhere. And you know what? That sucks because I actually yep. use uh, OneDrive extensively. I, u- I use it as one of my off-site backups, really. Um, yep, I know. And maybe you're the maybe you're the guy because they were saying that there was somebody that used se- like seventy five terabytes. 70? Was it seventy five yeah. terabytes? So, yeah, I I, I yeah. only saw part of it, and that's why I didn't really get the story. I didn't think I was affected by it, but. This kind of sucks because, but so refresh my memory again, Mike. Office three six five. Yeah, that picture is disgusting, Mike. Uh, <laughs> that Kevin sent. You, oh, you went din. I heard a message come in. Or did okay. Kevin just send it to me? 
No, I send it to uh, both. Yeah, my phone, my my wrist vibrated, so I'll check it out. But yeah, continue. Uh, so okay, just let's backtrack a bit. So I I have Office three six five Home. Yeah. So right. so what are they changing me to in early two sixteen? Uh, let's see. Those subscriptions. Let's see. No longer plan to un- offer unlimited storage for Office 365 Home Personal or University. Uh, these subscriptions will include one terabyte of OnDrive storage. Yeah, one terabyte of OneDrive. Right. Instead of unlimited. Oh, and well, not going to sell that's it all right because either. I've been having one. I've I've had one terabyte for ages anyway. I've never had unlimited. Yeah, you did. But, no, one terabyte. Always one terabyte. Yes, you did. Damn it! Come on, come on. No, I'm I'm serious, guys. I have never had unlimited on there. It's always been one terabyte. I thought you got unlimited with your 365 subscription. No, you do here in the United States. You don't here you in did. Australia. You you done in Australia. So <laughs> we we got pre-screwed because we live in the future. Oh, so you just got you got effed and uneffed all in the same episode here. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Because see, that's what I was assuming. Because over here, and like I, said, I don't subscribe, but I hear everyone talking, and I'm pretty sure that yeah, the three uh, three sixty five was unlimited storage. But you you didn't get that. You only had no, one terabyte only over. one terabyte. And I don't know. Maybe that's because they. I don't know whether they even have data centers in Sydney where that OneDrive info is stored. I would have just thought that it was one big server farm, uh, and it wasn't sort of region based. But because of, and, and the reason why I say that is that times downloading larger files like home videos and so forth uh, that I've put up there of the kids, and that it can take a little bit longer. Like iCloud does, it can be rather slow. But um, no, well, that's good news for me. I, I was getting worried. I was thinking, what? what? What have I missed out on? Well, you know, Oh, yeah. sure. Take our fun away. Yeah, here I had <laughs> something ready to, to torch your, your nose hairs with, and it didn't work. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, I've always had one terabyte. Because I, I thought that was massive. You know, this is back before iCloud increased so heavily as well um, to, to one terabyte, and Dropbox did the same thing. And this is back when everyone was sort of around the 200 meg and the 500 meg file uh, storage options and stuff like that. So I, I thought it was great. So, yeah, as long as I don't lose that. But I, I certainly, you know what, I'm going to look into it further and double check anyway uh, from the Australian side of the fence. And I'll let you guys know next week if there's going to be any change there because if they're reducing it in general anyway, it might be a case that they'll reduce the one terabyte down to 500 gigs or something. What's bizarre is why are they doing it anyway? Now, I can perhaps understand offering the unlimited plans because then you'll have 5% of users ruining their experience for 95% of users. But I sort of look at it and I go, you offered it to begin with, Put either put up the price in, and look, storage is cheap. We all know that. Um, and it'd be cheaper for the the bigger guys. I mean, look, I know data centers are not cheap, but if we contrast what they were doing ten years ago in data centers, the cost has got to be less than less than it was. Well, I'll tell you this: based on uh, where my office is and the several hundred acres that surround my office, they're building data centers almost faster than than they can 
uh, almost faster than the construction companies can get in there to do the work. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's hundreds and hundreds of acres zoned for data centers down around my office. And it's, I mean, every time I go down the road, I go, well, shit, that building went there last week. And, you know, there's another, and they're, and I'm not talking they're little buildings. These are buildings that are probably, they're anywhere from two to four stories tall. Uh, footprint of the buildings, they're roughly probably about 350 by about 100 feet in foot, you know, footprint. Mm -hmm. And these are huge buildings. And they're just giant data centers, you know, with security. Uh, they have... Uh, uh, to get into the parking lots, like you have to go through one branch of security, you get in, and before they open the interior gates to let you go further in, and all this sort of stuff, it's like, and they're just and they're building these things so fast. I mean, there's so much data that goes through uh, work down there by where I work. The estimates are that uh, about seventy percent of the world's internet traffic flows right through there because we're right on top of what's called May East. Which is one of the big uh, connections for the uh, World Wide Web. So, mm -hmm. well, and when when Apple was building their big door uh, storage center a few years ago, I was really hoping they were going to build it in South Dakota because, you know, Apple has this thing about green uh, green technology, trying to use renewable energy, and I figured South Dakota would have been perfect if they would have built it in the center of the state. We have uh, hy uh, hydroelectric power there. The wind always blows in South Dakota, and the sun shines quite a bit of the time. So you could add solar electric and hydroelectric power there. And uh, it does get cold here in the wintertime, so you would have been able to cut down on your cooling costs to keep the uh, servers cool just by opening the doors and let the great outdoors do it <laughs> for you. So, um, you know, and there's your pitch, people. If you want to build some data centers, unfortunately, I don't own land in central South Dakota. But, hey, you know, work something out there. Actually, our land's not too far from the big uh, lines that come from the hydroelectric. So maybe we can just tap into those babies. There we go, people. Come talk to me. <laughs> well, you know, because we actually, uh, the company I work for, we sell uh, what we call reclaimed water, uh, which is water that's cleaned. It's 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 matter of fact, it's too clean to drink. Is what it amounts to. It has no bacteria or anything in the water. It's just purified water. Uh, but we don't. Instead of just dumping it back into the ecosystem, you know, and replenishing like that, we sell that water to these big data centers. It's actually a separate water network that we run. Uh, and we sell it, and we sell it at a discount. I think mm -hmm. it's like half the price of uh, what we sell uh, regular potable water for. So I mean, that's another thing. That, that's why we're building. They're building these huge data centers, and I mean, it's just it amazes me. I mean, and there are some big companies who I can't name that are really very close to me, and it and, and it never ceases to amaze me what's being done. But yeah, Mike, that would make sense for them to come out your way where there's. Yeah, probably right. cheap cheap labor. No offense. Right. No, uh, but no. Uh, low, less chan uh, less no chance of being bombed. Well, that well, except for the fact during the height of the nuclear war, Ellsworth Air Force Base is in the western end of South Dakota, so it probably would have been the uh, second or third most likely target in the United States. But All right, so not that. the best move. <laughs> well, and, there, and there's plenty of old uh, missile silos around there, isn't there? 
Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's plenty of those, uh, and uh, no income tax. Uh, there's a whole bunch of things that may. And South Dakota is a very pro-business state. Okay, you know, like I say, people come talk to me. Um, I wouldn't mind the cut of you know something of, uh, of this, but I mean, you know, all joking aside, I think it is a good place, and I do like to see economic development come to my state, and I think that would be one thing that they could do is just because of um, you know the resources that we have in the state. Now, if they uh, had some T1 lines and run one through Clark or whatever. The, you know, and so I could tap into it, so I could get better internet or faster internet. That'd be awesome too. But you know, uh, that's the one thing that we're probably lacking in all of this is the the big data lines to connect everything else up to it. But that should be easy enough to overcome, I would think. Hmm. Well, yeah. Well, I don't. I say that because I I work in an area that's full of data because it's nothing for a company around our area to order a you know a 500 gigabyte circuit or something like that you know, or a 500 megabit circuit to come into a business. It's just, boom, it's there. And that's, that, that stuff is all over the place down there. But now when you get out here to where I live, it's, I've mentioned this before, that, you know, that you have all these ads for, and I know it isn't unique to where I live, you know, high-speed service, high-speed service. I got one freaking choice, people, Comcast. That's right. it. I got no other choice but what I have for, for Internet service, unless I want to fall back to dial-up. So, right. you know, I, I, I don't know, but yeah, the, uh, the, the idea of having these big data centers in areas where they could really draw employment is also a good thing. I mean, and right. plus the good thing about South Dakota, it's all laid out in nice square blocks. It works out. Yes, very it is. Well. <laughs> it works it's out very well. square. We're very, we're, we are very organized in this state. We do things by the book. We will have the order we want, and you will like it. <laughs> yes, there are lots of Germans in this state. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, now, uh, Capitan. <laughs> okay, as we get the hate mail from Germany <laughs> now. Yeah, uh, two German listeners just lost. Um, anyway, but uh, yeah, so you know, take what you will from that. So, uh, moving on to our next thing, uh, Mike has a follow-up from last week. Yeah, well, I mentioned it, uh, sort of teased it a little bit, and it came in last Friday. Uh, our, um, my wife and I got Surface, uh, Microsoft Surface. I, I got to be careful when I say this. We didn't get the Surface Pros. We got the Surface, Microsoft Surface. And so that's a, a, uh, a 1.6 gigahertz quad-core Intel process, or uh, Atom processor. So it's not the i series stuff, but it, you know, and I've been trying it out a little bit. And I haven't put it uh, through its paces a lot. I'm still getting things set up and getting things figured out. But um, I did put Minecraft on there. It was a little, and maybe I could uh, bump some of the uh, 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 options down a little bit, so maybe be a little bit smoother. It was a little. It wasn't exactly smooth. Let's put it that way. Uh, it wasn't terrible, but it could be better. So I tried that out. That was acceptable. And then I decided to put Steam on here and try the Steam streaming from my computer downstairs. Yeah, that wasn't. Um, I don't know. Maybe I should try it sometime with a hardwired connection. But doing it over. Uh, the Wi-Fi. I don't know if it's the Wi-Fi or the processor in this thing. Although when you're streaming it, all the uh, receiver receiving computer has to do is just process the video. Right. Uh, 
So maybe it was my Wi-Fi. Uh, maybe that was the weak link. Maybe I ought to try a, a hard link uh, through the router once and just see see how that does. But that was less than optimal. I tried playing Borderlands, and you're trying to line up for a shot, and it's like, ching, 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 you know, and so it's kind of hard to do that. But, um, uh, and like I said, I really haven't had a chance to really, you know, do a lot with it yet. But I'm, I'm uh, sort of... Uh, I'm sort of enthused about it, I think, because you can put Office on here. It'll do everything. I mean, it's a real Windows computer. It's just that you know it doesn't have the most powerful processor in the world. It's not like those neutered RT tablets that Windows tried to come out with that tried to straddle um, tablets and computers and kind of failed miserably at both. Yeah, they sucked. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and this one here, uh, you know, you can put Windows apps on here. Now, you could probably put Photoshop on here, but I don't know that it would be a very good experience. But I don't do Photoshop anyway. I could put some lighter weight uh, photo editing apps on here. And, you know, sometimes I uh, just like um, some of the web-based uh, photo editing stuff for what I do. I'm not, you know, I'm no professional artist. Sometimes I just want to lighten and darken things and, you know, do a few things like that. So I don't need very much. So I think it'll work pretty good for that. And the, the one thing I wanted to use it for was to be able to take it to work. It's small, it's portable. So, cause sometimes I got to do some emails. Sometimes I got to do a, a spreadsheet, um, keep track of a few things, uh, just some simple stuff like that. I just want something I can throw in my backpack, take with me. Uh, it wouldn't be too cumbersome. And, you know, like I say, I'm still putting it through its paces, but, and it does have the pen and I haven't really given that a shot yet. I want to use that for like, um, maybe when I'm doing research for, uh, uh, like say sci-fi, um, when we're watching a movie or something and there's something I want to highlight, you're supposed to be able to use the pen and cut uh, out and put into one note or, you know, put nice. directly into one note. So, uh, so there's things I want to try with it. Um, you know, you're supposed to be able to do handwriting with it. So maybe, uh, if I'm sitting in a meeting and we're talking about things, I can take handwritten notes and drop it into one note. And then if I want to, you know, type it up and it's supposed to do tech, uh, handwriting recognition, I think we'll see how that goes because I have pretty crappy handwriting. But, um, you know, either way, if I can just use it for things like that and just simplify my life and have kind of a, oh, a digital nerve center, a digital organizer, you know, whatever, digital hub of my life here that I can take with me. I mean, I still like my MacBook. And, again, I, I said it last week and I'll say it again this week. I really wish uh, Windows would have come out with that uh, – computer slash tablet model where you could uh i'm not saying replace the ipad the ipad is good for what it does but sometimes it's nice to be able to flip the keyboard back or take uh use it in tablet mode and just walk around and things with it and put the other on have a mouse pad on that there's the it, this came keyboard not the little uh look like little Mem little bumps, little membranes there. It's the individual keys here. So it's got the good keyboard to it. Um, and, and I'm not the greatest typer, uh, typist in the world, but you know, it, it is the good keyboard and I can do okay with it. So, um, but I really wished Apple would have done something like that. So of course they make more money because you have your, hmm. you can have, you have your Mac and then you have your iPad or, you know, or you have your home computer and you have your MacBook air, um, which, but you know, that still isn't quite what you, what a person wants. Sometimes, sometimes you just want the thing that you can just lean back in your chair, uh, and with some real Mac apps, um, 
Although, you know, they're getting better. Microsoft is finally starting to put uh, their office line of products on there. So if it's that kind of stuff, you can use your iPad for that. But, you know, um, and, but, you know, for some of us old school people, maybe new kids going forward, it won't be such a problem. But some of us, you know, we've wrapped our heads around the file-based uh, or, you know, file-based filing system. And to try and move things around within a tablet, sometimes a file from this program to that program. If you're trying to do some stuff, either got to you know do it through Dropbox. I think they've made some. Uh, I haven't really tried it out on iOS yet to see uh, um, how you know the sending from one program to the other works. And I understand for iOS they want to keep it separate for security purposes. So uh, one program can't send a malicious file to another program, thereby compromising the system and causing problems or making it crash or whatever. So I get it. But it would be nice to f have an easier way to share files back and forth without a whole lot of um, you know messing around. And I, I think they've addressed some of that in iOS, but I haven't seen to what extent and how well it works. But uh, like I say just that idea of you know, uh, you could have both sides. I'm not saying either one is going to be perfect, but it would be good enough for a lot of people, I think. Yeah, I, I iOS 9 is definitely, in of all the troubles I've had with it, that is one area where it's improved with file sharing and moving stuff mm. around. Um, and I'm still dealing with issues with iOS 9, and I'm not as happy. It's, it's It has been the worst iOS upgrade I've experienced probably going all the way back to was it four or five. I can't remember which one of those it was. And uh, it's just been horrendous. I have not been pleased with it. But I know I'm also not the only one. I've heard a lot more. I've heard some more staunch uh, uh, dyed-in-the-wool Apple users than me uh, that were that have had some issues with it. But, you know, I'm, li I'm learning, I'm living, I'm moving on. So that's what it right. is. And and I was actually toying, well, if I would have quit playing Borderlands and tried it out, I was actually thinking about doing the Skype call from my uh, from the Surface here uh, just to see how that would work uh, and then have my Mac back here for you know doing research. But I just wanted to see how uh, a Skype call would do on this thing because it's got, a, what, an 8-megapixel front-facing camera. So <laughs> hopefully you guys would you know see my, my beauty and perfection here even more so than you are now. Something yeah, to look forward to. Yeah, there, there's yeah, there some, you go. And plus, with the angle, we've got those nose hair problems that Mark was worried about. <laughs> mm -hmm, yep. Mm -hmm. And Kevin sent mm -hmm. me a picture. He sent one to Mark as well of just that very soon. Ugh. Hey, you asked, you get asked, and ye shall receive. Oh, uh, we don't need to. Yeah. Ned, do I? Uh, I heard you ask. You just don't remember. But, no. uh, but. It, it, and I know it sounds like we're getting a bit deep, folks, and, and deep in a bad way, maybe. But uh, we had another interesting – we were talking about before the show that we were talking about something Mark brought up. Mark was Mark was being very thoughtful, uh, deep-thinking. Philosophical. Full of shit. Full of shit. <laughs> yeah, that works. <laughs> I was going to make this a little bit more positive and say he was thinking uh, deeper. Uh, he was thinking deep, but not usually in the deep way we usually do around here, which is, you know, knee deep in the BS. Yeah. But uh, I'll let Mark explain more what his epiphany or whatever the hell it was. That happened oh, it, it, was, it wasn't an epiphany. It was a brain fart at best. But uh, <laughs> what, what happened? I was sitting down doing some work and I'm watching my goldfish just swim around in the fish tank. Okay, yeah, nice and relaxing. 
And then I started thinking about life and what's the purpose for that goldfish. So the goldfish was born and it's living and it's got a brain, maybe it's teeny weeny brain, but anyway, but does it feel enjoyment? Does it have a name? I, I mean, it swims back and forth. I mean, we plan for things. We plan for what we're going to do next week, what we're going to do next year, what we're going to do in retirement. And we work towards these goals and we we tick them off. But then I looked at the fish and I just went, well, what, what goals does it have? And I got into this really philosophical kind of thought process of, so why are we here? What's our purpose? And do we make ourselves busy? Do we work? Do we become part of society? Do we do what we do because we've developed beyond our animalistic instincts? And yeah, it just got me thinking about why we're here. Why do we do the things Mm. we do? And and he starts thinking about life and then he Cylons out on us. No, I'm still here. I, s- I sound superb, and Kevin and Mike are saying, I'm, oh, he, he, I'm, I'm gone. He's coming and going. Folks. I'm coming, I'm going. There we go. Well, you know what, guys? I can hear myself. The listeners can hear me on my recording. So it's going well. That's that's great, because we have... <laughs> so listeners, whatever he said, only believe maybe 20% of it. No, anyway. <laughs> well, that too. I'm, you know, look, it, it is one of those things... That, and no, I have not been drinking today. <laughs> uh, but it's it's one of those things that you just you sometimes wonder if society in general has put too much emphasis on let's work our asses off to pay the stupid bills to then retire poor to then just die. It, it's like there's got to be something more. There's got to be a bigger reason for living than to go and work for the man to get money to pay to live. I. I don't know, it's just one thing that I've... I think I've struggled with this for years, this idea of purpose. And I'd like to think that we have a greater purpose. And maybe we do and maybe we won't find out until our ultimate demise. But I'd like to know what it is now. I don't want to wait and find out. I don't I don't want to wait just in case there isn't a purpose. Well, I mean, what if we're like the fish, only we think that we're more important because we have a bigger brain? I think Horton heard a who in this case. <laughs> well, what hey, I'm thinking that. about is uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, where we were actually, the Earth was actually just a big computational computer to figure out the meaning of, uh, uh, oh, why do I always screw this quote up? Life and um, the meaning of life and um, help me, guys. Anyway. Oh, help me, Obi-Wan. I, I've, um, I've forgotten it too. <laughs> but I know what you're talking about, right. Mike. Right. Uh, yeah, now I'm just having a. Uh, I'm. I'm. Ah, it bugs me now. But anyway, the answer is forty-two. Yes, uh, that's right. yes. Yeah, I was just saying the secret to life is forty, or the answer to life is forty-two. So, but anyway, uh, yeah. No, I, I. I understand what you're saying, Mark. I. I don't know. I guess I don't deep, think that deeply anymore. Plus, I already have plans for you know when when I shuffle off this coil, I'm going to send you a few of my ashes so that you can have them to keep. You Lovely. know, and, uh, have them sit on your on your mantelpiece and look up and go, ah, there's a bit of Kevin. There's Did his you know, nose hair. Yeah, there. Oh, well, I'll have that. Oh, no, do not do that. Oh, why did I open my well, mouth? 
no, you see what you do is when you die, have yourself cremated and have yourself spread to the wind so you can share yourself with everybody. You'd be tickling everybody's nose hairs. Oh, yeah, that's oh. true. That's true. You know, they actually have a protocol at Disney amusement parks because they have so many people that come in there and try to sprinkle uh, loved ones' ashes. They actually have a protocol, you know. I, I, can't, I read an article about it. It's been six, eight months ago now. They, they have like a code, you know, like code 21. We got a dead person being sprinkled all over the sidewalk <laughs> or something. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, you know, and what was their meaning in life? Uh, <laughs> you know, there are people that love going to Disney amusement parks. You know, the, those places they love them so um, much. I guess they want to be a part of them forever, right? I, I I hope I really hope that their code name for those people is Tinkerbell. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you, you know what I said to Gretel is if it, well if and when or the, you know I will never blink carcass of course, but if. I end up deciding. I haven't decided. I must admit, I don't know whether I should be buried or whether I should be cremated. I'm not sure. It's one of those things. I'm not. I don't really know, and I probably won't till the end. But I said, look, if I get cremated, just take me to a record pressing plant and get me pressed as a 12 inch album. I'll be good to go. Be the first time. Never mind. I'm not going to say something about I, I, I'm just gonna, no. I don't want to hear this. This has to be gold because both of them are no. laughing, and I don't know what I've said that could set them off like this. So this this is gold. I'm so, waiting. Yeah, I'm I'm not touching it. I'm not touching the mark in his twelve inch. Is a no. Oh, okay. Now, now I got you. Yeah. <laughs> my my big twelve inch. Okay. Yeah. No, I, yeah and, and I'm just thinking here, you know, uh, otherwise there's always uh, Silent Green. Yeah, so it's people, man. It's people. Yeah, there you go. That's the ultimate solution. Don't be buried. Don't cremate yourself. Continue the food chain. Well, I actually, I, I've, I've, I've pretty much settled on the fact that I want to be cremated and put in one of those little filing cabinets they have in the cemetery, you know. That's what I call them anyway, the little mausoleums or whatever the hell those things are. Oh. <laughs> I call them filing cabinets. What it looks like when you drive by, um, but uh, I said this too. I was talking to some members of my family one time. Oddly enough, okay, folks, I, I think it's established. I have a warped sense of humor. We were at a family funeral. We were in the procession heading to the cemetery, and we were just talking and sharing stuff. And I was with my uh, one of the people in the vehicle with was my sister, and she knows my warped sense of humor. She's been around me my entire life. I said, oh, I'm going to be cremated. And, and somebody else in the vehicle said, well, why would you want to be cremated, Kevin? I said, because I don't want anybody to hurt themselves carrying my big fat ass after I die. <laughs> I said, I'm being considered. I'm thinking about people. <laughs> right? Well, no, well, yeah, and suddenly I just have this picture of uh, your family just building a catapult and pumpkin chunking you across <laughs> the, uh, to, the, to the graveyard. <laughs> That would be okay. I'd be okay with that. <laughs> yeah, but you Just don't like flying. <laughs> the only time you get Kevin the fly is when you punk and chunk him. <laughs> no, I've got a better one. I'll have. I'll, I'll make a deal with the military. And the last time we bombed the Great Reef, when when the military U.S. military was carrying out exercises, I'll have them come over and drop me on Mark's houses. <laughs> As they fly over, Mark will be sitting there working away his computer, and all of a sudden, kersh, splat! I go through the ceiling of his house and land there next to him. Hmm. Be like, hey, Kevin. 
And you're a fallen yeah, angel. About, yeah, and be- I don't know about these two, but uh, I have not been drinking. I cannot vouch for the sobriety or possibly even sanity of these two. But what the hell? We need the good uh, sanity. Sanity's gone. Evening giggle. Years ago. <laughs> that, that, that's true. No, I, no, I haven't been drinking yet. And <laughs> no, I no, it is. But I'm serious. I do want to be cremated. I don't see the sense in taking up all that space in the ground. You know, and then I don't want people digging me up like, oh, look, this guy died from, you know, I don't want some archaeologist in 500 years going, this son of a bitch was ugly, look. (laughs) 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 I don't want this kind of crap. I don't want to end up in a museum somewhere, burn my ass up and be done with it. Oh, that'd be funny, you in a museum. Oh, It'd be a damn big display, it's all I'm going (laughs) to say. Um, I'm just trying to think what they would call you because you got Cro Magnon Man and you got uh, all these um, all these different people. I'm just trying to figure out what name they would give you. Donut homo, Man, Homus Fullus of Shittus, I don't know, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, so Mark's pondering the the secrets of life, and I'm trying to figure out what they're going to do with what's left of me after I kick off. So. We've we've come right around the gamut there, folks. Yeah, you got to love our conversations. From dead appliances to dead people. We've come full circle. It's the circle of life. Yeah, maybe Mark should cremate his old printer. (laughs) Why? We'll just take it out and do it in office space on it. Take it out and... um, And bash it to hell and put it on YouTube and have 10,000 views and make some money off it. Play a little go. ACDC while you're beating the shit out of the printer. There you go. Could do that. Thunderstruck. There you go. Yeah. Now, if you, now, if you, you would coordinate with uh, uh, Julie Keel and she would take her uh, motorcycle down there to Australia, you could tie it behind there, then play Thunderstruck and just drag it around town. That would be oh. cool. I'd pay to watch Julie drive her motorcycle while Mark is standing on the printer riding behind it. That <laughs> That'd be interesting. I'm up for it. Mark surfing on a printer. Surfing. Surfing cannon style. You know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, folks. We've really gone off the rails here this week, I think. We're never on the rails. Well, at least we're somewhere in the vicinity. We're at least on the roadbed. This completely off the rails. So, but I think uh, since since we're already off the rails, we'll 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 let everybody else off the hook, so to speak. Wow, this we'll, is like our shortest show ever. Well, we haven't said goodbye yet. That usually oh. takes about another thirty-five <laughs> or forty minutes. Gotcha. Okay, so oh, the, the 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 slow burn to the end. Oh, the slow burn. That's what happens when I eat too many jalapenos. <laughs> oh, I love those. Love them. No. It's either that or when you get your Ben Gay and your Preparation H mixed up. You learned to dance really good. <laughs> you know, I want to know who the son of a bitch was. That's why they have that on the Preparation H tubes that do not use orally. Who was the dumbass that did that that made them put that up on there? Because <laughs> you know all those warnings are there because some dumbass did it. Yep. It's just like the McDonald's coffee cup thing. Caution hot coffee. Who that? I, I, that lady sued the hell out of McDonald's for that. It's like, really? You didn't know the coffee was hot, woman? Come on! Yeah. But then you have some of the 
You have some of those really stupid ones, though, too, like on the bottom of a cake box that says, do not turn this box upside down. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, you know, my favorite one is another McDonald's one. When I And I haven't gone there for a couple of years now, cause I, or maybe six months, I should say, not a couple of years. Uh, when I go through the drive-thru, it says Braille menu available. I'm going, wait a minute. Who the hell is driving through here that needs a Braille menu? <laughs> oh, 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 that's brilliant. And I'm just trying to think. Imagine the lineup of people behind. Oh, I, mean, I just... I wish somebody would get a Google self-driving car, put a German Shepherd over there, and somebody in the passenger seat with uh, dark glasses on, and just run it through a McDonald's line sometime. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like, really? Come on, people. Think, think. You know, it's like uh, it, it, it's like that one site, or I think it's a Twitter account I follow called You Had One Job. You know, it has all the stupid uh-huh. stuff that people do. It's like... Really? You couldn't figure out a better way to do it than that? <laughs> yeah, there, there's a hell of a lot of stupid in this world, and, and now I'm thinking back to the fish and, and, and why we're alive and why we live and and uh, stupid people. So, yeah. yeah I mean, the, think about it. The fish has it made. He has a bowl. He has water. You feed him. He eats. He swims, tries not to eat his own poop, and then he'll die eventually. <laughs> right? Simple, but it works. It works for me. I think we all overwhelmed. No, I'm still here. Okay, there he is. Mark keeps dropping out. I think the the, uh, mystery of life is about to come to Mark because he keeps dropping off on us. I I know. It's it's like every time we talk about it, something happens to the feed. Yeah, so... So 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 since so since we've pushed it that far, and Mark really doesn't want a set of my ashes sent to him right now, we'll 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 wrap this up. So before Mark that ends will up be with my sent ashes. return to sender. No, I'll just send you certain but, parts. But listen, Kevin, you got you got to tell your wife that she needs to live stream your funeral on the internet for us all. And not that it's going to happen anytime soon, but, you know, hopefully you've got another 50 years left in you. But all I'm saying is when it happens, you've got to live stream it. I'm going to be lucky if she doesn't just put me in a garbage bag and set me out beside the road. <laughs> yeah, Gretel's pretty much said the same thing. You know, cardboard box will do for you. And you've you got to love the women that we're with, don't you? They're, they're so caring. I, yeah, I'm going to be dead. I'm not really going to care. <laughs> It's it's going to be the least of my worries. That's that's the way it, I look it, it at it. It depends, but if I look down upon them and say that I'm getting stuffed into a garbage bag, I'd be kind of pissed off. You going to come back and haunt them? Hell yeah! I'd show them the kids that I'll come back and haunt them. <laughs> well, I'm going to haunt uh, you. I'm going to haunt you. I was oh, going to say it depends on becoming before too long. So <laughs> it depends, or, and once you get to depends, the, the other part of it's not too far behind. <laughs> Okay, that's really bad. I'm sorry, folks. <laughs> <laughs> we drank silly juice today. Yeah, I'm I'm just drinking flavored water, so I'm not, I won't drink this the orange flavor anymore. Apparently, that causes problems. <laughs> so, before we take off here, why don't you each tell us where, if God forsakes, and I have no idea why people would want to find out more about the Larry Curly and Mo here on this show. We'll start with uh, with uh, Curly there. Go ahead, Mister Green Tree. I, I'm curly. I thought Mike was curly. Yeah. I know. I, I, I know. I still got me short and curlies, but I've shaved, so you know. 
No, remember, remember, Curly's the one that has no hair. Oh, okay, yeah. So I'm not a big Stooge fan. I'm more an Abbott and Costello fan. And my mind was in the gutter a minute ago as I was replying. So there you go. Anyway, if you want to, uh, <laughs> I've just shocked them again and all the listeners. And remember, listeners, we said sorry up front so you don't get another one. Uh, if you want to check me out, um, <laughs> and after this, you definitely won't. <laughs> If you want to see Mark pressed into a 12-incher, I mean... <laughs> hey, hey, listen, I could sell limited edition copies, you know? You sprinkle the magic pixie dust, you know, and, and make it work. I, I reckon it'd be cool to have, like, this clear vinyl with then, uh, you know, my ashes just spread throughout it and so forth. So, yeah, that's what I'm going for. I've just got to find the press implant that'll actually do it when I'm dead. But anyway, we'll get there, we'll get there. Death by record. It works, people. Anyway, to find out more about me, simply head across to markgroontree.com. Oh, dear God in heaven, please save us now. <laughs> Mike, please, please bring us back from the precipice. Uh, yeah, because he was talking about having himself pressed, and I'm thinking that's just depressing. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, if you want to find out, you know, when I'm, you know, trying to, uh, you know, figure out what my purpose in life is other than, you know, cleaning trash and, you know, being part of this little uh, circus here, you can find me on uh, Twitter at uh, DSC Chipman, and I have an about.me page at about.me slash Mike McPeak, and if you want to uh, hear me do a podcast where I actually make sense once in a while, uh, go over and check out Sci-Fi Tech Talk at sci com. Wonderful. Thank you, sirs. Uh, if you want to find out more about me, you can find my musings and my quippy little sayings that come out occasionally uh, over on Twitter. And you can find me at twitter.com forward slash B-I-G underscore I-N underscore V-A. Or you can go to my about.beam page at forward slash Kevin Alder. Folks, we want to thank you for listening. We know it's been a silly show, maybe a little shorter than normal. But, hey, we've had a good time and we're here to entertain you and hope you have some fun with it. So, folks... Please, uh, if you get a chance, go over to iTunes. Give us a little rating. It always helps. If you got any questions for us, hit us up on Twitter. We're always willing to respond back to all the listeners. Whatever you have to say, let us know how you want to be disposed of if you really care to tell us. Interesting. Could be an interesting uh, listener survey. So, folks, we want to thank you for listening to the show. We hope we didn't ruin your day too badly. But please remember, if you do nothing else between now and next week, don't forget to hug a geek. Hi, I'm Bart Bouchotts, host of the Let's Talk Apple podcast. Every month I gather together a panel of Apple followers and we digest the month's Apple news. Our aim is to step back and take a 40,000 foot view of all things Apple. We're the perfect complement to the many great daily news shows out there. Listen and subscribe at www.lets-talk.ie.